Something else. No alcohol in it because it's wild enough without it. 21, you don't have to pee to enjoy a glass of beer. Now there's beer made for you and me. Here is big excitement and thrilling action filled with all the wonders of the great outdoors. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from 1967. Uh, hey everybody. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. We're doing it again. Oh, hey, just like that. <laughs> we got into it. I'm jumping into the deep end of the pool. Do you want to uh, mention why this episode is so peculiar as far as the way we're doing it? Oh. No. <laughs> it's a Monday and it's not a holiday. Oh, it is. It is. We are recording on a Monday. The which rare is Monday episode. Really weird. Not yeah. our, not really our vibe. But man, are we behind. <laughs> we, we have nothing in the bank. We don't. Creatively yeah. bankrupt and literally bankrupt if yeah. the show was currency. Because we have no episodes and we need to crank some stuff out. <laughs> literally bankrupt if money was different than money. <laughs> We'd be bankrupt. Yes. But here we are doing it again. We are. It happened one year. 1967. Yeah, that's the one. This is it. That's the one we're using. Yeah. This is not, say, a, another dip back into 1994. No matter how much I say I want to do that, <laughs> you apparently are committed to the idea that season one is over. <laughs> Here, ten episodes into season well, two. Well, we did a finale, so that, yeah, that means that it's over. I still feel like we can revisit it. Like, we can bring it back like this is like the extended season of Murphy Brown 25 <laughs> years later. And that was terrible. We yeah, should not do that. No, it makes a good um, Or we could wait 25 years and then we can do it. Oof. Ugh. I don't want to do this show. 25 years from now, no. when I'm, I don't know, 80. I don't, <laughs> Bad at math. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I feel like if we go back to 1994, we're kind of like the that kid who goes back to high school after they graduate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The glory days. Yeah. The glory days of season one. Yeah. When, yeah. Back when we really had it together. I sometimes think about how funny those episodes were. I think most listeners would agree. Season <laughs> one was when we really had it together. Yeah, that was our best work. Because season two, we're just barely putting shows out. Yeah. 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 Ah, well. Can't have everything. Yeah. You know? it's The problem, I think, is the summer. Last summer, we were... I think more quarantined yeah. than this summer, and so we're we basically were inside recording shows. Yeah, we're slightly less quarantined now. This, yeah, this summer we're basically outside a little bit. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. This is going to be sort of a rehash, though, of something we did do in season one. Not not a completely new format yeah. for an episode. Uh, we needed something. Yeah, I would say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the Sung Heroes episode of the first season was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And again, let's face it, recent episodes, we might be a little broke. Yeah. 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 So we need to go back to the well. Exactly. Do what works. Mm-hmm. You know? We're, t- like, we're tired. We're going to, we're stopped with our, our period of trying out new experimental stuff. Yeah. Back, back to gold standard. Back to the old favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we found, I don't know if it's exactly Sung. So this is the difference, I think, between this uh, season and last season is... As far as unsung greats or, you know, sung heroes, yeah. well-sung, what was it? <laughs> Remember you made that joke in the show, yeah. Well-sung, I think. Oh, I love, I'm sorry, listeners, this is just me laughing at my own old joke, but calling This is them what it's like to live with you. 
<laughs> laughing at your own jokes. I frequently come out of the office during a work day to tell Joe a joke I made at work, and then I go back. Yeah, that's it. And she'll just go back. She's chuckling to herself. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Hilarious. So that was what that was. But this, I think yeah. the difference is that because neither of us were around in 67, yeah. we can't do an episode of stuff that was like created in 67 and then disappeared, mm-hmm. and now that's just an unsung classic. Because we don't know. I don't know Like what was... What was hot? What was a hot product that only lasted a couple years? To remind our listeners, some of the things that we we believe to be unsung of 1994 were the Nutrageous Candy Bar. Which I think is still existing, yeah. we found. Sort of sung. But it's but it's not around like it was. No, yeah. no, no. It had commercials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 94. Yeah. yeah. The Dodge Neon, I remember, was one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Do you oh, remember? Because we, we did some movies and stuff, too, in that. Wasn't that where, like, Love Affair was and... The original Fantastic Four, was yeah, that in that episode? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So these are things that had gotten kind of forgotten. Yes. Right? Yep. But as far as this is concerned, these are mostly just products that have existed then to the current day. Yep. And uh, and have, you know, had a big impact on society in their own weird corner, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, so the fact that they still exist and there's still something. At 55 years, that's a pretty good uh, yeah. product run. It's a good run. So that's the list we've come up with uh, for this hopefully fairly brief episode <laughs> that we can knock out here on a Monday night. No promises, listeners. Joe's still got to grill us some chicken tonight. Oh, my God. So it's still light outside. Like, this is a weird, this mm. is a weird time to do this. It's weird. It's still, there's a lot of sirens at this yeah. point of the day. So. It's 6.27 p.m. Well, I don't know. We had to pinpoint it for them. Well, Here I did. on Monday, a date in July. A date in July. When this episode is going to come out, God knows when. <laughs> Probably pretty soon, though. Probably. We do need episodes. <laughs> so where do we start? Where do we begin? What are you most excited about when it comes to the list of random nonsense that came out in 67 that exists to this day? Yeah. Where do um, you want to go? Where do I want to go? I mean, obviously, the first thing that I want to talk about is Skipbo. <laughs> the first thing you want to talk about when I brought up that Skippo was created <laughs> in '67, you were literally like, "That's just like poor man's Uno, yeah, right? knock yeah. off Uno." Yeah, yeah. So, what can you tell us about Skippo? Well, I just dis- I didn't discover much. I wanted to just look up, get a little facts for something. Yeah, uh, Skippo was first boxed and sold by Minnie Hazel Skip Bowman oh. in 1967. And then later was bought out by Mattel in 1992. That, that must be why it was called Skippo. Perfect. Her nickname was Skip. I don't even know if that's true. Like, do you think she adopted that nickname after Ooh. she created this, yeah. this game? She called it Skippo, and yeah. then people just started calling her Skippo. Yeah. Her name's Bowman. Yeah. Old Skip it works. Bowman. Yeah. yeah. Skip Bowman does sound like a, like a, a college football coach from Oklahoma, right? <laughs> Definitely. Like, oh, yeah. here's Skippy Bowman coming yeah. out. Yeah. 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 So. He covered up some, some rapes, Skip Bowman. <laughs> Why is that where we're going? Because that's what college football coaches do, no? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. We're trying to have a fun episode, <laughs> just trying to keep it light, and you're like, oh, you know what uh, Skip, Skippy Bowman probably did? He probably was driving some girls across state lines. What are we talking about? I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, you're probably right. I stand by it. Yeah. Look, um, I don't want to denigrate the people of Oklahoma, but, you know. Pass some new laws. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, Skip, what do, do you know what Skippo actually is? I asked you first. <laughs> no, because I don't actually know as a I card game. Remember. I don't remember ever owning it or playing it. But you see the package, right? It's like yeah. it looks like a box of cards, like Uno. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's like I think it is like Uno. No, we don't have to waste time on this. I, it doesn't really matter. I feel matter, like right? we should know a little bit about how to play. Skip-o. I think it's just like a numbery card game. Uh, oh, I think I've played Skippo before. It looks boring. Great. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you wanted to leave. It. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> What else is on oh, the list? Oh, well, so there was another game invented in 1967, probably better than Skippo, mm. and that is Battleship. Battleship! Battleship! Battleship, Milton Bradley's great game of strategy. It's loaded with action and suspense. Play it anytime, anywhere. B4, hit, J1, ha, miss. 
Battleship, a game of strategy from Milton Bradley. So I did look up a little bit about Battleship, because Battleship actually seems like too simple a concept to only have been invented in 1967, yeah. and yeah. it wasn't. There's oh. a, there was apparently <laughs> there's apparently an old French pen and paper game called like la, la, la Attaque, something like that. Oh. And then this was played in, in also in like World War One. Yeah. And it was really just an issue of like you drew a little thing and then put your bo- your boats in places yeah. and you know. So it is a pretty simple game. The yeah. the difference was Milton Bradley took this concept, yes. stole this, and yeah. uh, put it into a box. Yeah. And so that's where Battleship came from. Uh, I mean, electronic Battleship much later. Oh, yeah. But but Battleship is great. Oh, like, classic There's something game. really fun about taking the pegs and putting them in your thing, like in, yeah. the, in the board, and you're gonna figure out where their Battleship is. Yeah. And then I, I really like Battleship. But apparently, there's a couple different like variations on Battleship. Oh. There's a a game I ran across called Salvo, which is more like. I think it, the idea with it is that you would pick a square and you would only get like a certain number of shots and it was just the, whoever did the most damage. But like when you would put it like in a spot, it would almost act like a mine sort of. And so oh. it, would, it, it would hit if it was that spot, but any of the spots around oh, it. Oh, like, like Minesweeper. Like Minesweeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that was apparently another version Interesting. of this too, So Yeah. But yeah, Battleship, Battleship, 1967, started getting sold. It was a good year for games, uh, even if Skipbo looks boring. <laughs> we, maybe we need to get Skipbo and find out. We play some card games. We do. We play. We yeah. we have had a, a running game of Uno since two thousand four. That's true. Uh, we, I don't know if we, we have to find that notebook, but every yeah. once in a while when it comes up to play Uno, I am not excited. No, yeah. I tried to get you to play Uno this weekend, and you were like, mm, yeah, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Uno as a game. That's why I think we play it in the, the super long version because then at least we don't have to like try to play one long game of Uno. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just kind of dull. I don't know. Two man Uno, I always think is stupid. Like oh. Uno with a bunch of people is complicated with all the reverses and things. You, you think know? it's we've played that so much. You think it's stupid? Well, you know what I mean. Like it's not the spirit of the game is lost yeah, yeah. in the two player no, version. Is. So that's why I'm never real excited about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? but because we played so much two man Uno, when I play Uno with other people, because we we played it with kids before. Yeah. And I whenever it like reverse, I'm like, oh, it's my turn again. But that's not how it works. Right, reverses yeah. and skips and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're different. Yeah. yeah. But that's I think more the philosophy. Of yeah. It. So. <laughs> The one thing I did want to talk about that I don't know how much you want to talk about is that the Big Mac was invented. Yeah, I didn't want to go there first, but yeah. McDonald's Big Mac, it's more than just another hamburger. There are two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions on a sesame seed bun. Seven great ingredients working together to make one great taste. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, cheese, lettuce, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Get the idea? Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. It's your McDonald's Big Mac. You've got to taste it to believe it, you know what I mean? How can... So... Yes. How can we talk about this? Oh, we can talk about it. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah. But in context? Sure. Okay. So... Because I don't know how much you can speak to this or not, but what was completely glossed over in season one was that you worked at McDonald's. I did. Corporate McDonald's at the time. Sure did. And we didn't want to really get into any McDonald's stuff. That's why there were no McDonald's commercials, even yep. though I found tons of great 1994 <laughs> McDonald's Sorry. commercials. I couldn't use any of them. Yeah. So to, to just to keep it in a, a fairly you know a high concept sure. uh, to, overview type look, Yeah. Uh, the Big Mac in 1967. Yeah. D- isn't it odd that they didn't sell a big cheeseburger before that? Yeah. Because yeah. it seems like, I mean, they only have the couple items, yeah. and I don't think that's why it, was, it wasn't it was even complicated to make a Big Mac, do we, really, was it? 
No, I mean it's just different ingredients, but yeah. the same burger as the like regular cheeseburgers and hamburgers. Yeah, yeah. But the like quarter pounders and stuff, those are different burgers. Right. Did the quarter pounders come later? Yeah, they did right. As far as I could gather, so I was looking it up just to see like what was the story with this. It was an owner operator who created it, which is usually the case. It seems like mm-hmm. with any new product, yep, somebody just came up with it in their yeah. in their their local thing. A man by the name of uh, Jim Delegati, sure, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I think he's quoted like on the walls of the headquarters because the Big Mac yeah. is a. I mean, it's a the top deal. product, right? Yeah, yeah. They, Nine hundred million every year, <laughs> so they're moving units, <laughs> really like cranking the Big them Mac. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was the person who created it, yeah. and I think what I had read was part of the idea was that they didn't have a big adult sandwich. Yeah. So it was the idea of like keep cranking out cheeseburgers, which I think were like what a nickel or something. Yeah. yeah. And so then they made the Big Mac, which was like forty cents in in nineteen sixty seven. Yeah. Uh, but that's where the revenue came in. That's yeah. where they started turning it over. Mostly bread. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. The fact that they have the middle bun is pretty questionable <laughs> yeah. as a product. You don't really need that, right? No, no. Yeah. But I'm, I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing, like, other than the sauce, the burgers were the same. So you didn't have to buy more burgers or a different kind of burgers. It right. wasn't until you got the quarter pounder. And then while I was there, they made the, like, fresh meat quarter pounder. That, yeah, yeah. That delicious yeah but yeah i'm i'm guessing it was like not a a difficult thing to build into the the process right because mcdonald's was like i mean they are how do we get this made as quickly as possible with as few steps as possible yeah yeah no it seems like that's the you know yeah the 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 key thing as far as like why don't they sell spaghetti at mcdonald's it's a whole new bunch of products whole new bunch of products it slows everything down the the best thing that they ever did with the big mac in my mind and, and this started around when i started working there I had nothing to do with it, is when they started doing the Little Mac. Yeah. And that was the best. Because yeah. it's a Big Mac, but just on a regular, it's a regular burger that yeah. tastes like a Big Mac. Has the all greatest. the Big Mac stuff, yeah. Ah, oh, the greatest. Yeah, the funny thing was, not that long ago, we don't go to McDonald's as much anymore. No. But in in recent times, we went there just to, you know, one mm-hmm. of those nights, and when we got to the window, we got our food and I think the food of the people behind yeah, us. Yeah. And we didn't realize it until we had left. So we were like, well, I'm not taking it back, you know. <laughs> but in the bag was like two Big Macs. Yeah. So, it was like, so we had way too much food. And so one of those Big Macs, I did rip apart and turn into the Mini Mac or whatever. Yeah, because it's the much better oh. way of it. You can't eat, who can eat two Big Macs? Oh my God, you it's know, insane. My God, it's so. insane. Yeah. Um, my favorite McDonald's story of all time is when, so when you work there, they do this thing where you get on a mailing list and every morning they send out a note about what, what the tasting is that day and they need people to come and taste things. Usually it's like a piece of bacon or whatever. It's like a little thing. But sometimes they make whole sandwiches. You're supposed to taste them. And one day they were doing the Grand Mac, which is, I th- is it three burgers or is it the quarter pounder burgers? It's got to be three burgers, right? It's I'm like really the big version sure. yeah. of the Big Mac. I think it's three burgers. Because a double Big Mac was a thing for a while, but it's where, not oh, that, it was two, right? Oh, it could have been that, where it was two patties on yes, each. It was four patties. Yeah, four yeah. patties total, two yeah. where each of the patties are. I don't remember which it is, but it's bigger in some way. Yeah, I think it just sounded better than like a double Big Mac, which sounds horrifying. In- insane. Yeah. So it was the Grand Mac. Yeah, yeah. And so my friend signed up. She went to be a taster. She was new. She did not realize that you're supposed to taste it. And she ate the entire first sandwich. And they give you three of them. So then the second sandwich came out. And she had to be like, oh, my God, what do I do? And it's like my favorite story. Because she ate like a lot of the second sandwich. And then they gave her a third sandwich. And she left, I think, is how the story went. And she had to go home, I think. Like she didn't stay for the rest of the day. Uh, And then we were like, oh, no, you just need to take a couple bites. You don't need to eat the whole thing. And she was like, Oh, okay. That's Good a t- big calorie day. It is. You yeah. gotta hit the treadmill after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to eat dinner. Yeah. So uh, the other thing with the Big Mac was that the guy created the sandwich but didn't name it. The naming came from the company. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But the original ideas for the name I thought were funny was at one point it was going to be called the Aristocrat. <laughs> 
which I think strikes me as a pretty funny. Like that somebody oh thought like that God. was gonna move units. Like that's amazing. And then the other thing was to call it the Blue Ribbon Burger, which just sounds like an average thing. But yeah. the Aristocrat, I thought it sounded like that a great is, name for a burger. That is like, great. That is a missed opportunity, yeah. I'd say. No, but yeah. a woman named Esther Glickson Rose was. Oh. Uh, just a, I think they list her as being like a secretary. Sure. I assume she did a ton of work for the company <laughs> yes. and they gave her nothing. Yeah. But she couldn't even like get. An acknowledgement that she created came up with the name of the Big Mac until the eighties. <laughs> like and then they gave her a plaque. They didn't like that's the oh. way the story goes. So uh, so yeah, Esther. I don't know who what Esther's career was like. She she was actually the the employee credited with creating the name. Oh, way yeah. to go, Esther. Yeah, Esther got it done. Huh. So the great Big Mac story. And now we can finally talk B- uh, McDonald's things. We can. I don't think there's a lot else to talk about in sixty seven, no. so we'll find a fun year where there was like controversy. <laughs> so, you know. Where do you want to go next? And oh. a big list of things. Well, 1967. What says 1967 to you? Nothing says 1967 to me like the handheld calculator, <laughs> which was invented in 1967. Yeah. And the thing I wanted to ask you is, what is your favorite word to spell upside down on a calculator? <laughs> you have two options, really. Well, like three options, I would say. Oh, geez. I haven't had a handheld calculator in a long time, so the only one thing occurs to me. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Boobies. Oh, but, oh boobies, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, you could do hello. Oh, right. Hello. And hell. <laughs> great. <laughs> great words. job. So, four words. If you count boobies and boobs, <laughs> hello and hell as different words. Yeah, great job. And whoever gave us that, thank you. Oh, yeah. Mr. Calculator Man. Yeah. No, I couldn't find. There's, there was so much tedium surrounding <laughs> the invention of the calculator. I was like, nope. <laughs> idea that you're doing research and you're like i'm bored <laughs> well i just wanted like little facts about all these things yeah. i didn't want let's have a whole episode on the discussion of how these nerds created this calculator <laughs> I was like nope much like the first electronic breathalyzer oh yeah yeah, yeah. for sure there were no the weird thing is that they described it as the first electronic breathalyzer what does was that there mean? A, was there a non-electronic version because <laughs> like that's, that's just like, that's just you blowing into the cop's hand <laughs> And he smells it, he's like, nope, drunk, and then take it downtown. It's <laughs> just you blow in his face. Yeah, just blow right in my face. I assume that's what it was. Yeah, probably. Like, and it was just a judgment call, you know, uh-huh. like, oh, well. But the first electronic breathalyzer that was, like, put out and used. I think it was invented a couple years earlier, and yeah. they were probably testing it or whatever. But yeah. doesn't 67 even seem too early for that kind of technology? Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's like, you know particles and being able to determine yeah. that yeah uh but now like it's it's readily available i have a friend yeah. who has a keychain that's a yeah, breathalyzer yeah. just to give I mean, it a check my theory has always been like how they have like people who have to have the breathalyzers to unlock their cars yeah. like, if you've been arrested for stuff that should just be how you start a car agree like why isn't that standard in literally every car yeah. and if you're drunk you can't start the car freedom well, and see, this is what's wrong with... But it's America or the whole world. This should just be the standard Agreed. thing, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, just figure what that would cut down on. Yeah. I'm just saying. I've been saying this for years, but not to anybody important. <laughs> That's really good it comes <laughs> you down to. get some better friends, man. I need to get somebody on the phone. I need to talk to Elon Musk and see if I can uh, get that man to put this in all he's, the Teslas. He's got some other problems to solve first on the Teslas, like them, ex- the, them exploding. exploding into flames yeah. and locking you in the yeah. car while they're on fire. And yeah. that he's impregnating most of the Western world. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cranking out children. Like I have that. more to say about that, but now it's not the time. The hell with them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So first electronic breathalyzer. Oh, I also would like to say that I disagree with the scientific nature of the blow in your face method. Mm. Because when I come home after having one glass of wine, Joe's always like, you smell like booze. You do. I disagree. You, I think it, it stays with you more than other people. I don't know. I'm not nice. around a lot of other people, but like, it's pretty rare that I'm around anybody else and they've been drinking and I haven't been. Cause that's yeah. usually, but Fair. you're the only person. So 
when this comes up, yeah, you it, uh, it's uh, it's strong. We should get a breathalyzer for the house. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, and then yeah. if you come in and you pit, I'm just sending you to bed. <laughs> That's it. Don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Fair. You're drunk ass. You also notice only one of us is drinking during this episode, and it's not me. I don't like the turn this has taken. You know what? My my non-electronic breathalyzer can already tell. <laughs> right here. Uh, okay, so that I think that's about halfway. We, yeah. We, I, I realize... Uh, How you are we know, doing on time? Oh, we're banging through it. Okay, Yeah, great. the people are loving it right now. They're like, oh my God, this is going to be a quick one. But then we haven't gotten to the uh, uh, some of the big topics, like, got... say, fiddle faddle. <laughs> Last year, Americans devoured two million tons of popcorn. Popcorn? A million tons of peanuts. Peanuts? And a half million tons of glaze. Glaze? What? In the same period of time, Americans consumed only a few thousand tons of fiddle-faddle. Fiddle-faddle? Now we ask you, is this justice? After all, Americans, if you like popcorn, popcorn? peanuts, Peanut. and glaze, why aren't you eating more fiddle-faddle? Fiddle-faddle? The snack that puts popcorn, popcorn? peanuts... peanuts? And glaze together in delicious clusters. Popcorn, peanut, and glaze lovers unite. Eat more fiddle faddle. Remember, united we stand, divided we fall. There's not much to be said about fiddle faddle. Do you like fiddle faddle? What is fiddle faddle? It's the it's the popcorn that's like covered in like. It's like covered in like a shell of of candied yellow so uh, yellow candy. So it's thing. like um cracker jack. Yeah, but not caramel. It's more of like a... I don't know what flavor you would say that is. It's like... It's yellow. Yellow flavored. Mmm, sounds delicious. You know what I mean? You never had fiddle fiddle? What? This is not familiar. Is it cheesy? No. Sweet. It's sweet. It's like a... It's almost like a candy, but it's pop... With popcorn in the center. It's almost like, um... Like a toffee? Yeah, but real thin. Not like a... Not... It's not hard. Not a chunky It's crunchy. Like, it's still crunchy, but it's like... I don't know what flavor you would say fiddle faddle is. Mm. It's sold mostly like in discount stores. I don't think you can just go to like the grocery store and get fiddle faddle. Is it just popcorn? Just popcorn, yeah. Oh, there's no like nuts or pretzels or anything. They might have a version with nuts. Okay. That's not familiar? No. No. Not really. Yeah, I mean, I remember having it like as a kid, but I haven't had it in forever. But I just remember it being yellow, or at least the box was yellow. Wow. Was it just caramel? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's like a candied, a candied type shell. Okay. Yeah. But that was created in 1967. All right. For the for the nation's poor children who wanted some sort of junky popcorn. Sure. And that old Joe was that kid. Sign me up. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you some fiddle faddle and all find right. out. Yeah. ConAgra uh, puts out fiddle faddle. That's all I found out. All right. There's no like lore. <laughs> Why is it called fiddle? Nothing. No Nothing. one knows. No. Yeah. Just some guy was. Yeah. Like... I was googling it. I was like, when did it come out? Who created it? They're like, ConAgra created it. It's not even like a cool company. Like it wasn't put out by like Procter and Gamble or yeah. something. It's put out by ConAgra. <laughs> just just a manufacturing company. <laughs> like you never see like commercials for like you know try yeah. our new cereal by ConAgra. <laughs> I thought they were mostly water. ConAgra. Yeah. Oh. I thought they were like machinery. <laughs> like they, they sold tractors. So I think maybe neither of us know what ConAgra does. <laughs> mm, and neither of us really know what fiddle faddle tastes like. You're welcome, listeners. Great job. We, this, this is just gold. Dynamite <laughs> dynamite uh, information for the people. All right. Well, I mean, let's talk about uh, the other food that was created. Ho-Ho's. 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 Delicious. Run! I'm happy Ho-Ho! The happy snack treat from Hostess. <laughs> Everybody wants Hostess Ho-Ho's. 
It's a cake. It's a candy. It's two cakes each in one. Bobo's make everybody happy. Devil's food cake, chocolatey frosting with creamy filling. It's a cake. It's a candy. It's two cakes each in one. Hostess, ho ho. Chocolate Twinkies? Ho-hos? Basically. Yeah. Basically, with cream inside. Yeah. Ho-Hos are put out by Hostess. Yep. Uh, and they are not to be confused with Swiss Cake Rolls by Little Debbie, mm-hmm. which are basically the same thing, or Yodels by Drake's, which are oh, also basically the same. interesting. So they've all, basically, it's a, I believe it's like a, a chocolate cake yep. with a cream, with a white oh. cream, and then a chocolate... Chocolate casing. Yeah, like a, cho- a harder chocolate yeah, yeah, around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't fall apart in your hands cake-wise. I think I we were an exclusively Little Debbie household. Mm-hmm. Because so, I no only hostess. know the Swiss the Swiss rolls. Yeah. yeah. The odds are uh, Ho-Hos are most closest to Twinkies because they're put up by Hostess. Yeah. So, Mike, that would be my guess is if you had to make that case. I was a big Drake's person. I liked, because I liked um, Funny Bones. Oh, yeah. And they were a Drake's, a Drake's yep. product exclusively. Yep. And then Drake's went out of business. And then I think they've come back since then. Okay. But they were out of business for a couple of years. And that led to the biggest disaster of my, oh my cooking God. life. Funny I had tried to replicate Funny Bones here in the apartment. Yeah. Where I made a cake. Yeah. Cut it in half, filled it with that weird peanut butter stuff, and it was okay. It was the ch- it was the chocolate shell that was the mistake. Yeah, because that is where I didn't know what to do, and it was it was just thick. Oh, that it, was where. <laughs> I mean, the cutting the cake in half wasn't yeah. good, but the I think the peanut buttery cream that I made actually tasted the same. Oh, which is the key to the That's whole. It's impressive. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really remember them because I think I had a bite of one and was like, no. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. Because, again, like you had to melt chocolate and then put it on the top to create the shell. Yeah. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing with that. Yeah. yeah. I think you used every dish we had. I basically did, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't, we didn't have, you needed something small to cook in to then yeah. cut the cake in half. And I think I made a sheet, like a big <laughs> yes. cake. And then I tried to cut, like trying to cut it in half oh, to eyeball impossible. it is impossible. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm doing it and just the one is real thin and the other one's huge. It was terrible. <laughs> but it tasted, I mean, everything tasted right. It just was the, it couldn't, it didn't work. Yeah, the ratios were sure. off. So, yeah. For sure. Uh, but uh, big loves to Drake's. If Drake's would like to sponsor the podcast and just pay us in funny bones, that would be great. <laughs> Please do not do that. Somebody pass this along to Drake's, the maker of the greatest cakes on earth. Oh my God. Thank you. Uh, big ups to Drake's. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, we have other edibles on here. There's not a lot. Uh, oh no, the only other thing is Gatorade. Gatorade. Hi, Red Chain Deans to the St. Louis Cardinals here. I never heard of giving hot ball players all the cold drink they want. Not until Gatorade. Now my Cardinals can't get enough of it. And pretty near every team in the league is drinking Gatorade. There's never been anything like it. And if Gatorade quenches the thirst of these big boys, think what it can do for you and the kids. Yeah, so Gatorade um, was not created in 1967. Uh, but it was first sold in 1967. Do you know the, the history of Gatorade? Am I telling you things you don't I, know? I, I, do, I do not know the history of Gatorade. Gatorade was created by the University of Florida oh. for exclusively like for their sports, sports teams. That's why it's called Gatorade, because they're the Florida Gators. Oh, yeah. this and, I do not know. And so like it, this legend grew up around it in those first couple years where like Florida, if Florida was doing well, I was like, well, they got Gatorade. <laughs> and then uh, they started selling it, so yeah. that was it. But uh, that's actually what that's about. I did not know that. Yeah. What is your favorite color of Gatorade? Ooh. I mean, I think I've always been just uh, just partial to, like, an orange or a red. Really? Yeah. Orange? orange or red. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think? Like red. Oh, red. Definitely. Yeah. 100% red. Yeah. But I feel like the only other option is yellow, because that's original. Yellow's also good. Mm-hmm. I like most Gatorade, though. I even like, like, the crazy, like, blue. Yeah. yeah. Gatorade's always good. Yeah, because it's, like, it's all sugary, and it doesn't have distinct flavors. Yeah. Like, orange tastes kind of orangey, and red tastes 
kind of fruit cherry punchy? or fruit, fruit punchy. punchy. Yeah. But there's nothing, you know, that's not a big spectrum of flavors. No. I don't know what you, you would say yellow tastes like. It's all pretty close. Yellow's kind of citrusy, but I would Lemony? Yeah, yeah, but it's not really lemony. Lemon, lemon lime? Yeah, because none yeah. of it's real tart. It's all the same yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It just feels like that is what Gatorade was intended to be, and everything else is a variation on that. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So I think the fact that it's not, like, they never swerved it into being, like, a real... Like a drink that you would just have. Like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't have a glass of Gatorade with your meal. No, you know what I mean? No. Like like you know, like the fact that like McDonald's or Burger King never sold Gatorade, really. Yeah. Like they sold like a high C or something like that. Yeah. But it never made that transition. Yeah. So then it always kind of managed to stay as like this is a sports drink. Yeah. Even though, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually know if that's legitimate. Like I know there's an electrolytes part of it, but like it still doesn't seem right, right? Doesn't yeah. it still seems like a little odd that like this is an athlete's drink. Yeah. You know? Because it's too sugary. Right. Because yeah. it's still real sugary. Yeah. I still think it's superior to all the other sports drinks, though. Yeah, Have yeah. you ever had any, like, oh, Powerade? Powerade? Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not no, as good. No. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, like, anything else is, like, kind of a sad knockoff. Yeah. There's kind of a perfection to it. Like, yeah. it just kind of works. It's But it's the same thing as, like, brand soda and off-brand soda. Like, it's still okay, but yeah. it's, like, just a little, it's yeah. a little step down. Yeah. You know? There's nothing like Gatorade for hangover, either. Oh, yeah. No. Without doubt. That's, it's funny because I think that's the only time we ever buy. It's the only time I ever have Gatorade yeah. is if we've been drinking. Yeah. yeah. We've got to talk about that first ATM. We didn't mention the first ATM yet? I don't think so. I don't have, I have a bunch of stupid stuff, but that's about it. So again, Ooh, even. Tell me more. So even the ATM again wasn't created. This is like the first fully automated ATM. There you had like windows <laughs> where you could take out money in banks. That wasn't like the drive up window. Like it was just kind of like a teller mm-hmm. that, you know, cause like the drive up is a little different. There's a little yeah. canister, the little yep. drawer or something. Yep. But what I could find was that they did have windows and then they all, they came up with the system. Yeah. And even again, 67 seems too early. Like it seems way too doesn't early. It seem like there'd be all kinds of mishaps. Oh yeah. You know? And, like, do you remember, like, in old movies, it seemed like there were always, like, a comic bit with an ATM just shooting out money. Yeah. Or like, and, just, and, like, that was a constant yeah. thing. And yet, you, I have never had any sort of discrepancy at an ATM. ATMs seem like oh. the most lockdown technology yes. that exists, right? Yeah, totally. Like, banks are just all in on that. It's so funny, because I don't know if you had this, but as a kid, like, I remember going to the drive-up bank with my parents yeah, yeah. constantly. Like, oh, yeah, all do the time. thing over. I haven't... We've been in a bank once in the last five years like we went really in to, to like get the check for the down payment on the condo right right like literally otherwise you do not go to banks no reason to go yeah, yeah. but as a kid like i remember and and like if there's no atm like, yeah I, yeah yeah the idea of going into a bank does seem yeah like, i remember when i was a kid like they would we would go through the drive through and they didn't even have the canisters it was just the drawer oh the drawer yeah, yeah. yeah and so like i remember doing that but like i remember being in that bank like when i was a kid it was like like in North Scranton, like mm-hmm. on Providence Road, there's mm-hmm. that great big bank. Mm-hmm. And I always, the only thing, like that bank seemed real old. It had mm-hmm. the great big vault and then it had this scale. I always remember just the scale, like you would just weigh yourself for free. And it was the scale <laughs> with like the big metal arm, you know, and you would stand on the plate and the plate like would move. That's hilarious. But that's all in I remember. It was in the bank for some reason, so but I remember weird. that scale like distinctly, like going to the bank and that's what so I So weird. Do. Yeah. Oh. And, the, and then I think, because that was like a PNC. Yeah. At that point, I don't know when I was younger if it always was. Yeah. But, like, when I moved here, I had to go and get, like, all my money, like, in a check. And I had yeah. to go into that bank. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Because there were no PNCs out here back yep. then. Yep, yep. But, yeah, that was, like, banking at that point. It was, <laughs> yeah. like, going into that. And you would get, like, a lollipop. Yeah, you'd get a lollipop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was basically it. That totally. was the whole bank experience. Yeah. But, yeah, my parents were in the bank all the time. Right. My God. Mine, too. I remember we had a friend who was a teller at the bank. And so we'd yeah. go, and she would know me, and she'd give me two lollipops, and nice. it'd go up over. And I remember watching it, like, watching the canister go up over, like... Yeah. 
That's not a thing now. No. Just not. I mean, you know, modern life is convenient and easy in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, and, like, this is the the key thing, right? Yeah. Like, I haven't had to write a check. Oh, my God. Or, like, you know, what do you have to do? Everything, you can just do everything online. So, yeah. like, you know, even if you have to go get cash for something, which is so rare. Yeah. Like, what is the circumstance now where, like, when we go to the drive-in, <laughs> like, you have to go to some random place that doesn't take cards, you know? But, like, yeah, we still, it's like, you have yeah. to go to an ATM and, yeah. like, you know, what a what a pain. To the point where we, we bought our condo and, like, the day before the day of, we were like, what do we do? Yeah. We went to the bank and they were like, do you have an appointment? We were like, no, should we have? And, yeah. like, we almost missed our, like, yeah, yeah. we cut it real close because we were like, I don't know what yeah. to do. Because, like, we I was just under the impression you could just wire it. I mean, at this <laughs> point, but it's, it's so much money that it's like, well, I guess it's probably best we can't do that. <laughs> But, but I thought we'd just show up at the closing and be like, and yeah. you can have our money. Yeah, however you want to. Yeah. Can, can I Venmo you this? Yeah. How does this work? Is this like a thing? Is there like a, a, a secret code? <laughs> no, not for that kind of money? All right. Uh, but yeah, that's just like a random ass thing. So Yeah. Light in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. It's easy to make your favorite pictures and characters, or you can always create your own light pictures. Light bright, light bright, turn on the magic of shining light. Light bright from Milton Bradley. The game Light Bright was invented. <gasps> did you have a light bright when you were a kid? I did not. Oh. I only knew people who had light brights. No. I was not a fan of the light bright. Oh, no? No. Too artsy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a real creative person. It was and, a creative thing. And, like, I get these things that I'm, I'm supposed to do. What with them? Draw a picture, and yeah. I draw, like, a line or a stick figure, and then I'd be like, this is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it, me and Angie both had them, and I remember it being, like, cool because you're dealing with this machine, sort of. Like, okay. that was the cool part of it. But I, mm-hmm. I wasn't... I'm not a, I'm not artistic like that. So mm-hmm. like, even as a kid, I wasn't drawing anything cool or anything. I think Angie was pretty good at it, but I, mm-hmm. I would just write my name. Like, that would mm-hmm. be it. Like, I couldn't do much. But the thing with those old light brights, I don't know if they've changed much since then, but, like, that light bright, I want to say, was the casing was plastic, but the front's metal, oh. I think, because you put in these, these hard plastic yeah, yeah. pegs, right? And behind that is just a light bulb. <laughs> and so the whole thing would get kind of hot. Yeah. And, like... It just, it felt like you were working with machinery. <laughs> and so as a kid, it's like, that was the cool part of it. But but it wasn't fun. Like, there wasn't yeah. much you could do with it, you know? Like, that was, yeah. you put the pegs in, and you'd be like, oh, it's, like, it's cool. Or, I made know. this thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, sometimes you would, I think the idea would be you could do it with the light off. So yeah. then, like, you're not touching the, the hot thing. Yeah. And then you turn it on, it's like, oh, cool. But it's cool for, what, five seconds? You're like, ah, <laughs> and then you turn it off. But I remember, like, I don't know whatever, like, how long you play with light. I like, right. Yeah. But I remember we used to keep it. In like in the basement, not near the like the games, because we didn't have the boxes. It was just the open. You know, after we got yeah. them, we threw the boxes sure. out. So it was up on a shelf in like the my dad's like workout room, yeah. where it's just like books. Like there's nothing else up there, and these two light brights, and that was <laughs> that was it. And they they stayed there for years, like just gathering dust. You know, but like, even as a kid, we couldn't even reach it. Like we'd have to get somebody to get it. You know, like. So yeah, that was that because it was just a, it was a pain because it was yeah. an oddly shaped. It wasn't a square. It was like shaped yeah. like you know. So that, it was like on a stand, right? 
Well, it was like the stand was built into it. It was yeah. sort of like it was a the metal flat metal piece, and then like a little casing. It was kind of like a like a computer monitor. Yeah. But not like the the later versions that weren't like just the TVs. Right? Yeah. That's kind of what it was shaped like. So you couldn't stack them or anything. They kind of had to sit as their own thing. So I would imagine as my my parents must have like that must have killed them because <laughs> you can't just put it with other stuff. It yeah, has yeah. to have its own place. Yeah. Like, oh God. Because every once in a while I see things like that, like we would have for the apartment. I'd be like, well, where the hell are we gonna put it? You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Every, everything we try and put in the apartment, I have. Yeah, that's exactly problem. Yeah. We can't stack it somewhere what a pain <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, we only got one thing left on the big list oh the gateway arch which you you sold <laughs> us out in the, in the trailer episode yeah okay so have we told the story on the we haven't told the story in the podcast right it was just in the trailer yeah I, I don't think that we actually explained what that was yeah yeah so we go to do the trailer yeah. and, and we we're gonna name all these things that didn't happen in 1967 yeah and yeah if you haven't go back it's two minutes yeah, go back so and listen to the trailer yeah. and you'll you'll see what this is about. but this is the this is the joke we're gonna name a bunch of things they're not 1967 and and like that's how they're how we're gonna do this joke and then we're gonna be like just kidding and this is the year yeah. we're doing uh and like the third thing i said was the gateway arch opens and joe had to stop and be like that did happen in 1967 <laughs> yeah. and i had no idea because i was just like looking yeah. in the room and i was like oh st louis the arch and yeah yeah <laughs> it was really good it was a good moment fail i just like that like in all of human history you could have picked anything <laughs> and the gateway arch is the third thing that comes up <laughs> was, i yeah. said like one other thing i don't even remember then, what the first two things no. are but like literally anything you're just like well here we go gateway arch it was great terrible um, so the gateway arch was planned in the in the 1930s. There was a plan for the arch. Really, right? the guy who designed it, uh, Eero Saarinen, uh, designed it in 1947 oh and my... died in 1961. Oh, sad. Never even saw the oh. arch. Yeah, but there was a plan for it for a really long time. Where its positions apparently is like where St. Louis was founded. It's right, right. on the river. Yep. Like, was that thing? Yeah. And it took them four years, I think, to build it. Wow. Something like that. Um, and there's all sorts of complicated, you know, yeah. the, the the schematics of how to do it. They built yeah, the yeah. both sides the at tension, once. And then they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to balance on itself yeah. and this and that. But that was it. Opened on June 10th, huh. 1967. I think we've only been there once, right? We've been to St. Louis more than once, but we've only been to the Arch once. Yeah. I, I went before I knew you. I went as a kid and we went up oh. in the Arch. Why did you come to the Midwest when you were a kid? Well, so, uh, listeners. Oh, that's right. You have, your family has friends. Yeah, right? we have friends in Springfield. And yeah. so we came here to visit. We went to St. Louis and went to the Arch. Yeah. Um, and we went, we went up in the Arch, which you and I didn't do. No, we do. only went to the, yeah, yeah. The, that, the first floor is kind of like a museum yeah, of yeah. some sort. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should go back to St. Louis. Yeah, I don't know that, why we didn't cool. go. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. But you go up in these little egg pods and like, up the Arch and then there's this little spot. It's, it's cool. Um. Is it like an elevator or is it like a, how do you get up in it? I know it was like the, but yeah, like, it's, it's like it, on a track. It's sort of like an elevator. It, it's like a little pod and you sit in it. So it's like an amusement park. Yeah. And it, and it goes up and it kind of turns as you go up. Oh. Yeah. Are there windows? No. Only I mean, you're top? just inside the, oh, at the top there yeah, are. Yeah. yeah. But inside, no, you can't see anything as you go up. Yeah. Um, and then you're just like, they open and you're, you're on this little like track um, that is at the top of the arch. So you don't get out. No, you do. There's and, like a platform up yeah, there? Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, you can walk along the top of the arch and there, yeah. there's like these big ledges and like tiny windows and you can look out, but they're, the windows are really small. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's cool. Like we should, yeah. we should do it. There was some reason we didn't go, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't either. But like, that was the, like the trip we took to St. Louis. When I yeah. first moved to Chicago and we were like going to go do stuff. Yeah. I think it's the first, like that was the trip we went to see Lincoln too, I think right? so. And, it was like 2009. Yeah. So I mean, that Lincoln like, is like the third president we saw on yeah. our, our quest to see them all. So yeah. I mean, that's way back. But, yeah. And then we've only, I think the only other time I was in St. Louis was for that baseball that game. Baseball game. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's been. We should go back. I like St. Louis. I like St. Louis. I mean, yeah. it's not Chicago, but it's it's all it's right. Cool. Like you know, 
Yeah. As for as for a big Midwestern city, it's better than Indianapolis. It's oh, better than for sure. You know, Milwaukee. You know, yep. it's got it all over a couple of these. Yeah. So I'd like to go back to Kansas City too. I like Kansas City. I like Kansas yeah, City. Yeah. It's just a little too far. Yeah. You know, St. Louis is like four and a half hours, yeah. and Kansas City is like a solid eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Other side of Missouri. Ugh. Yeah. Um, the only other things I found about the the arch were. Uh, there was a bunch of uh, hijinks that have taken place at the Arch between Ooh. some graffitis. There's yep. uh, people. There seemed to be a run of people who tried to skydive and land on the Arch. Oh! Uh, one guy succeeded. Nice. Uh, one guy. The plan I think was for him to sky, like to jump out of a plane, land on the Arch, and then use another parachute to go from there to the ground. Sure. And he died. Oh no! That didn't work. Yeah. Um, but it the seemed like it was a mishap. The second parachute didn't work, or yeah, I think he landed on the arch, but then that was windy or something, and so like oh. it was all it was. I think he it, he didn't intend for it to be as quick an event. He yeah. meant to like prepare somehow, and it just blew him off, or Ugh. and then he couldn't get the other chute to go. Yikes! But then somebody else did do that. To yeah. Succeeded at that. Yep. And I read something that like apparently part of the arch is rusting oh. because some of the welds weren't real tight oh. and so it's getting water inside of it <gasps> and so they say like it's fine but they say that th- what i thought was a weird quote was somebody said that it won't even last a thousand years <laughs> and i was like a thousand years <laughs> like yeah not even a thousand years this thing's gonna fall down <laughs> well we've got some time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's only been 55 years so i mean if you're listening to this 800 years from now write in and see and see if the archers, whoever's manning the account it Listeners. happened one year at gmail.com let us know if the arch is still standing in 2750 or whatever i guess anything's possible so. oh that's yeah. amazing do you think the internet's still there in 2750 yeah is, are these episodes still out we're there? in the metaverse Oh, well, sure, at the Metaverse. Yeah. But is anybody listening to podcasts from 800 years ago? Yeah. Well, you can just think of them, and then they'll be they'll in your brain. They'll just beam into your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but do you think everybody's still just listening to Rogan? <laughs> 800 years <laughs> oh from now? Oh, my God. That's all people care about. Joe Rogan the 15th? Yeah. Yes. Rogan's, like, great, uh, great, 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 great grandson. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Oh, God, probably. Oh, gross. Gross. You know, society 800 years from now, that's not for me. I'm so mad about them. Yeah, I'm mad, too. That's it. That's the whole list. This episode has ended up being a little longer than I expected. No kidding. But we did have like 11 things to talk about. Yeah. A great big list of stuff. <laughs> so we're going to run out and find some fiddle faddles. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to cook that chicken on the grill. Yeah. Go. I'm really hungry. Oh. Oh, well, good. Yeah. What uh, What do you want to do as an outro? What do you got? Does any, any of this mean anything to you? Do you remember the McDonald's song when we were kids? I knew you were going to say that. No. It was the best, wasn't it? Oh, the it? Big Mac song. Well, not the, the, yeah, okay. You gotta sing the Big Mac song. I don't actually, the Big Mac song was on commercials, right? Yeah. That I'm not distinctly, I don't, remember really? there was the record, that's the thing I was talking about. Oh, I don't know the record. You don't remember that? No. So McDonald's, when I was a kid, there was a period of time where they put out a record mm-hmm. that had the entire menu as a song. You don't oh, remember that? Oh, no. And like, I remember like the commercials would be, and like, we had this record, like it was just sure. this little 45 type record. Yep. It was like a plastic record. But it had the whole menu as a song. I don't remember it now. But I remember it started with Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese, something, 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 uh, extra golden French fries, regular or larger size. And that's how, that's but pretty it, good. It the yeah, whole yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. But the, the Big Mac jingle is just... Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Which isn't really a jingle. That's really just words. Well, if you sing it, it's a Well, you a should sing it. I don't know the melody. Oh, why not? You worked at the... Didn't they just play it all the time? No! <laughs> I can't believe they didn't play the, the, the menu record. No! I'm going to have to see if the menu record is on YouTube, because, like, th- like that, like there are parts of that burned into my memory, ah. and there are parts of it I do not recall. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Because yeah. you had, like, three words, yeah. and then you're like, ba 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 And, like, I want to say that, like, there was some sort of promotion. Like, if you went into the restaurant and, like, sang the whole menu... That's true, the Big Mac song. Oh. What was it? Was it a discount? 
You yeah, got free I think Big so. Mac. No. Yeah. No. But like I feel, but like this was there was a lot to it. Cause it was the whole oh, menu. That might, that might be true. Yeah. Maybe and I'm I just wrong. I, I just don't remember. Like I feel like there might have been. It, it was a short term thing. Like I don't yeah. think this was for years. But I remember as a kid. Like, there was a period of time where, like, if you did this, you, I don't know, you've got free fries or yeah. some, some little junky thing, but yeah. tattooed on my brain. Nice. Yeah. Outro. What do you got? That's all I got. Oh. What do you got? That's all I got. I tried to sing the menu song and I, I failed. Oh. I sang the Big Mac song very well. Perfect. Uh, I'm loving it. This can't be a McDonald's episode. <laughs> this is just an ad for McDonald's now. <laughs> That's all it comes down to. All right. So, we, are we out? We out. Okay. Chicken time. Oh, chicken time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Please take a minute to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever they allow ratings. Please follow us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please follow us on all relevant and irrelevant social media. See ya! A quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McNuggets, tasty golden french fries, regular and larger slices, salad, chef, a garden, or a chicken salad, oriental, big, big breakfast, egg McMuffin, hot cakes and sausages, maybe biscuits, bacon, egg and cheese, and sausage, Danish, hash, one, two, and four, dessert, hot apple pies, and sundays, three varieties, of soft serve, cold, two kinds of shakes, and chocolate, Egypt cookies, and to drink a Coca-Cola, diet, coke, and orange, drink, it's right, and coffee, be kept to a low-pet milk, also an orange juice, I love McDonald's, good time, great days, and I get this all at one place. Would you like that to go?